Amen. Good job, praise team. Isn't it great to be led in the presence of God? Amen. Worship. Amen. Appreciate that. As I was, as they were singing that song, you know, everything that that God works through us and does through us has to start from the inside and work its way out. Amen. Everything, every work that God does in us, whether it, whether Everything that He does, it has to be on the inside and come out. We can't just start on the outside and fix it up and not worry about our inside, but from the inside out. And it's this is what we'll be preaching on this morning. We we need this in, in, in every church. We need it in our Christian walk. We need joy in the Lord. Amen. There's not very many churches that have joy in the Lord today. Amen. Amen. Uh, believe me, I get to preach in a bunch and go to a bunch and and I always wonder, Lord, why do you send me these joyless churches? You know, why, why do I have to go preach to these churches? Nobody likes to smile. They've been baptized in prune juice. And, I mean, I want to tell them. I, one time I said, how many of y'all saved? I said, man, tell your face. Amen. I mean, I mean, it's just like they're just burdened to be there. And listen, Jesus Christ didn't die on the cross for us to feel like our, our spiritual walk with Him is a burden. Amen. But we want to experience the joy of the Lord and experience joy in our walk with Him. Now that's different than happiness. There's a lot of people say, man, I'm looking for happiness. There was a movie called Pursuit of Happiness. And, and happiness is different joy. Joy comes from the inside. It's a byproduct of the Holy Spirit as you're a child of God that it produces in you from being in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, happiness is, happiness is if you got a bonus this month coming. Amen? And even more happiness is you don't have to spend it on bills. You get to keep it. That's really happiness. Happiness is if APNL called this month and said, don't worry about paying, it's on us. Happiness is when your car dealership called and said, hey, that new car you bought, don't worry about making a payment this month, it's on us. That's happiness, but joy in the Lord. All these good things are happening to us or, or someone's giving us something, we're happy. But to really have joy in the Lord, when we have experienced joy in the Lord, that's when things are going good. But also you got joy in the middle of the storm. And now I don't know, I can't explain that. Don't ever don't don't try to everything about it. All I know is when you're in the middle of a storm, there's peace that passes all understanding that God through the Holy Spirit just floods us with and gives us joy. Sometimes I can be going through the roughest patch in my life and have and still experience the joy of the Lord. Amen. Amen. How many of y'all ever experienced that before? Go through a storm and a trial and, and still you're going, man, my world is falling apart, things are happening, but I still have joy in Jesus. And boy, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people today need joy in Jesus. I mean, we 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 need that. You say, well, you're just a joy. We're not made like you, Brother George. We don't drink Red Bull and go preach and do this. <laughs> No Red Bull involved. It's all joy, amen? It's a joy. Listen, I, I, I love preaching the gospel. I love encouraging people. More than anything, I think God has called me to stir people up. Amen. To stir what's inside of you. Listen, if you're a child of God this morning, joy's in you. We just got to get it out of you. Amen? amen. I, I tell that a lot of times. If you're a saved child of God, the fruits of the Spirit's in you. You say, well, I need faith. It's in you. Oh, teach me how to love. It's in you. Amen. I need more joy. It's in 
If you're a child of God, joy in the Lord is in you this morning. How many of y'all agree? Amen. When I start preaching on joy, everybody's smiling this morning. That's good. Joy in the Lord. I want to read a verse here because Jesus, did you know Jesus Christ himself experienced joy? And this verse that I'm going to read here in Luke chapter 10, they experienced joy. The Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Now that tells me if the joy of the Lord and in a walk in Him is my strength, that if I don't have joy in my walk, that means I'm going to be weak. Amen? That means I'm not going to enjoy my walk. I'm not going to enjoy coming to church. Amen? And I know y'all see me put this on a lot of time, but how many of y'all are really... I'm really excited about coming to church. Amen. 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 I got a few. That's better too, I guess. I didn't expect the whole church to be excited to be here. Some of y'all are still angry. Why? Thank you, God. Amen. <laughs> Joy in the Lord. In verse 17 of chapter 10, look at this. Jesus Christ is... He's, Called his 12 disciples, and now he, he, he's sending 70 more disciples out to do his work, to preach the word. He has empowered them. He has given them power and authority. And they go out, and, and they're coming back to tell Jesus a little bit of a report of what happened in some of the towns and the houses that they went to. In verse 17, it says, Then the 70 returned with joy. You hear that? The 70 went to church and came back with joy. Man, that'd be great. I pray today that you get in your car and you have joy. I pray when we leave here that you get in your car and you have joy in the Lord. Amen? How many of y'all say joy? Amen? Have we got to do something here? There's not a lot of joy in this house this morning. Some of y'all about half sleep. The 70 returned with joy. Joyce this morning knowing that, hey, 
still have to submit, submit to Christ's authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Why? It's because Jesus Christ gave us victory on the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection, victory over death. Listen, I said last Sunday, we as Christians are fighting from victory, not for victory. Man, if we could get that, you would shout, ooh, I don't know what's going on, but I got some DMT issues. Man, that was rough. Y'all see these little things? Don't stop. I got to get my big boots back over that. But we're fighting from victory. Man, if we can just get that as a child of God. From victory. If you're born again this morning, you're walking from victory. Out of victory. You're not fighting for it. You're not walking for it. Christ has paid it all for you. So things can submit to you in your spiritual walk. That's why these, these uh, disciples, these 70, they had joy because they came back and said, man, they're, they're submitting to us. Go to the next one, Michelle. And he said to them, listen guys, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. This is Jesus speaking to him. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all over the and, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall be by any means hurt you. Isn't that great? But he, here's what he says though. He says, nevertheless, that's great. I give you power and authority, but nevertheless, do not rejoice in just this. That the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven. Amen. If you come in this morning, you're down and out, and you're just, man, you're down, you're witsying on some things. Remember your name. If you're saved, born again this morning, your name is written in the books of heaven. I have given 
authority over all demons, all devils, all scorpions, everything on this earth I have given you authority over. But he said, listen, don't be prideful about it. And I see a lot on TV preachers and other where prideful. You just can't stand up there and cast out something in the name of Jesus and not even be obedient and walking in his will day to day. You cannot. Just because you harm the name of Jesus and you don't live like him, you don't love like him, you don't open your Bible, you're not in prayer, you're not attached to a church body, you're not serving him. People think it's not a magic wand that you want to say, poof. He wants us, listen, these, these guys here left out of there and returned with joy because of three things. They had, number one, joy in their salvation. Amen. Amen. They had joy in the service, being able to serve the Lord. They had joy going out and preaching the gospel and doing things. And the last thing, they had joy because they were obedient and walking in the will of Jesus Christ. That's why he granted them all authority and power to walk over these and to some of the devils will submit to him because they was in obedience and walking in the will of Jesus Christ. Like, just because you belong to a certain denomination don't mean you cast out devils. Well, I hear them assemblies and them Pentecostals, they can cast them. They can't cast them no more in the Baptist if they walk in the will in accordance to Jesus Christ. If you're not in the will, it's just words. Amen? Amen. And believe me, there's demons, and Satan has his workers, and they're out moving and roaming, and they're alive and well today. Amen? There's a spiritual warfare going on. Listen, the devil's alive and well. That's why the, the, the disciples had such joy when they came back and seen the demons submit to them. You'd be amazed of what's devilish is going on in this world today that we blame on other things. Man, that guy right there, he's just crazy. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, he's demon possessed. Something's wrong with him. Um, the Baptist got quiet then. I say demon possessed, the Baptist. He give you power. He give you authority over all things to submit to him. The devil, the demons have to submit to him if you're walking in the will in the accordance, in the joy of your salvation. Amen. 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 Come on, church. Some of y'all Some of y'all been, I don't know about calling the name of Jesus and casting out demons. You're a badness and you preaching that. Amen. That's why we got weak, powerless churches today. It's because we don't acknowledge that we have an enemy that can be cast out through Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. Why do we come to church if we don't want no power? Well, that was done away with. In the Bible, wrong. we don't have power. Wrong. How in the world is the church going to be able to use its gifts to reach people, to spread the gospel, to further the kingdom of God, and, and also to hold Satan off at bay? To see God's will be done and God to get glory through the church without power. Amen. Michelle, go to that next verse, 21. I think the last one I read. I'm, I'm there. In that hour, here it is. Here it is. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced. I'm going to read another scripture that says, 
He had full, he was full of joy through the power of the Holy Spirit. Another translation says, says he rejoiced in the Spirit. Now look, that's a big S. That means the Holy Spirit. That's a capital S in the Bible means the Holy Spirit. When you see a big S, set up, power's coming. That's the Holy Spirit. And said, I thank you, Father. Now look here. He's thankful. He's got joy in the Holy Spirit. And he thanks his Heavenly Father that he's in the will of God. And his disciples are in obedience and walking in the will. Thank you, Father, for granting him with power to even have the demons to submit to their walk. He thanks God for it. Let me ask you, do you have joy of your salvation this morning? Amen. Amen. Joy of your salvation. Do you have joy in serving Him? Amen. See, a lot of people have joy in their salvation when it comes to serving Him. They don't do it. I just, I just, I just don't have no joy in serving Jesus. Well, the reason you don't have joy in serving Him is you've got to be in obedience to Him and walk in His will for you'll enjoy serving Him. That's why a lot of people serve Him out of grudge and guilt. And Jesus says, I want you to serve him out of grace. Grace. Enjoy it. You know what, guys? God wants you to enjoy sitting where you're at during service this morning. He doesn't want you to be all puckered up and looking around. But I don't like what the preacher's preaching. Hey, I can't help that. Take it up with Jesus. Amen. I can't help that part. That's between you and Jesus. I'm just a messenger boy this morning. The rest of it, you deal with it. All I can do is preach truth. And see the truth expand and change people's hearts. Now sometimes when we preach truth, people reject it and they don't change it. For a lot of Christians going to the modern American church today, you preach truth, they fuck her up, get mad, they'll hit the car door, crank it up, wow, wow. Peel out of here, leave rubber, I can't be that preacher I'm preaching at. Well, if you'll get the joy of your salvation, if you'll get the joy of being obedient to Him, You'll love church. Amen. Amen. Girl, no secret. You'll even other love other Christians. <laughs> You'll love them. You'll even love being here. Well, all I want is a sermon, tickle my innards, and let me go, Brother George. I can do that, but you're going to be miserable. Amen. You'll get goosebumps in here for about 30 minutes and you and your wife will get in the car. She'll look at you funny. You'll say something you should have and the race is on. <laughs> How many of y'all have left church and gotten a squabble when you go down the road leaving a church service? Come on, be honest. I'm glad we ain't the only one, baby. <laughs> you say the preacher does? The preacher's messed up just like you? Sorry, individual like me that was just a sinner that was saved by grace. He picked me up and put my feet back up on the solid rock. He said, I'm going to power you. I'm going to give you power and authority to cast out anything in your life, to be able to enjoy, joy, joy, enjoy a relationship with me. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. See, if Jesus had the joy of the Holy Spirit, I love this. If, if He's our Messiah and Savior, Amen. How many believe that? If He's your Messiah and Savior, maybe you and I should have just a little bit of joy in our lives. 
Amen? Amen. If He's your Savior and He's your Messiah, you call Him your King of Kings, bless your heart. You need to smile every now. Now, we're going to go through trials and we're going to have troubles. We can have a great week this week and be everything be on top of the earth and on top of the world. And next week, we can be in the gutter. It seems like every devil that pops up is going to be there. All the way from the job to the kids to work to bills. That stuff will always be there. Y'all agree? You might as well get in your mind. That stuff's going to be there every week of your walk. It's called sin. But God is trying to empower us as children of God to walk and live in life every day, every week, and still have joy on the inside, even though that mess is all around us. Amen? Amen. I mean, some of y'all, some of y'all blowing your tops on who's going to win president. I hear it every week. I don't know what it spouts all the time. It don't matter. Just get the joy of the Lord. If elected a new president gives you joy, you got problems. You need counseling. Well, if I can just get my man nominated, I'll be happy. That's right. You'll be happy, but you won't have joy of the Lord. Guys, Jesus taught us and wants us to have joy, whether he comes back five minutes from now or 500 years from now, he still wants us to have joy in the Lord. Joy. And he can come back. Who knows? But we got to have joy. I tell you right now, if you don't get joy now, you're going you're not, you're gonna to hate heaven. There is some churches I preached in, Tim. Oh, man. Now, I tell you what. They don't smile. I don't even preach, man. They're trying to start people up and just... Man, just preaching, preaching, preaching. <laughs> I'm going, these folks are going to have their minds blown away when they get to heaven. Amen. A bunch of us Baptists are going to say, look what we missed out on. Amen. Well, Brother George, we don't get real wild up there Pleasant Hill. You know, they're always telling, they're already calling us bad because so that's all right. That's okay. Brother George, I don't get to join the Lord too much. But see, here's the connection to it. Jesus was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has something to do with your joy. Jesus was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. So if you're putting your flesh to the side, if you're being obedient and walking in the Spirit, more than likely you're going to smile. More than likely you're going to come in on Sundays and you're going to worship. Well, Brother George, I just don't do that. I'm not wired that way. I don't raise my hands. I'm a quiet person. Somewhere. Quit making excuses for not for having joy. Somewhere in your life, there's something that pushes your button that really makes you passionate. Oh yeah, my sewing class does every Tuesday. I just hope I can fire it up. There you go. It's in you. You've got to wire Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can have joy. You can have passion. You can have desire. Some of y'all are Razorback fans and you go crazy. I've watched y'all. We, we have had bowl parties down here in the fellowship hall. Man, some of y'all jump up. And I see your post on Facebook. 
Man, somebody wins and the Razorbacks are every five minutes. I don't even have to watch the game. Some of y'all are posting for two minutes. <laughs> I got to play by play. You're passionate about it. You're following. See, when you're passionate and you have joined the Lord, you don't mind following Him. You'll follow Him because you have joy through the Holy Spirit. In, in, in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, He talks about something that when a child of God gets born again, What's placed on the inside of them is called fruit. It's called fruit of the Spirit. Amen? Amen. How many believe? How many in here say? How many knows Jesus? Be honest. Come on, don't, don't do this. Just get it up there. All right. Man, we're going to have some joy in this house. There's a lot of hands went raised up. When you got saved and asked Jesus into your heart, He came in and dwelt you along with the Holy Spirit and dwelling you and you become the temple of God. What was attached to that was called fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faith. It's inside of you. This is why Paul said in Philippians, work out your own salvation. He didn't say work for the salvation. He said, man, that love's in you. You need to love people better. Amen. Work it out. You don't have joy in church? Why not? Under you. Well, it's that person I sit by every Sunday. They're just an old grouch. <laughs> every time I walk in church, they're negative and they're yang yang. They're talking about the preacher and the leadership. They don't like what's going on. Just bypass them, baby. There's always going to be firelighters and firefighters in churches. Firelighters are the people, man, that will set you on fire. They'll encourage you and say, that was a great song. That was great. Oh, God is moving. God's moving in this church. I can't wait to be back. Oh, let's do this. Let's start this. And there's some. Them old firefighters, they walk around smell like smoke. That's their, their breath smells like smoke. I don't, I don't like, I don't like it down there. You know, I don't like all the stuff's happening. They're doing. Who's in leadership? Then why do you come? I mean, if you hated that bad, go be a firefighter, not a firefighter, not a firefighter. Because by the time somebody gets really touched and has joy through the Holy Spirit, they run up to them. It's like that fire. <laughs> and that person walks away, nothing but a cinder and block. Smoke just spelling off of them. <coughs> Y'all think that's, you think I'm just being funny, but there's a lot in the churches. Amen. Firefighters everywhere in the church. How about being a firelighter? How about encouraging somebody, encouraging their joy? Well, that person says, Let's lean up and say, Jesus loves you. I know you've had a bad week, but he'll come with you. can have joy through the Holy Spirit. Tell them Jesus died for you so you don't have to be so grumpy. Amen. Jesus died so your face ain't got to breathe like that. Look of our Christian walk, we need a Holy Spirit recorder that can play back 
about four hours of our life to see how we act, to see what our attitude is. I guarantee you we have changed. Amen? Joy in the Holy Spirit. He said, but the fruit of the Spirit, there it is, love and joy. Love and joy. Well, I want more love. Well, God's going to put you in somebody that's not very loved. And I don't mean your wife. Amen. He's going to put you around somebody that you have a hard time loving. Look at Acts. Hey, Michelle, go to Acts chapter 13. And the disciples, here they were, they were out spreading the gospel. Just said, listen, you're going to run into some people that are going to be firefighters. They're going to wet your wood. They're going to try to wet you down. You're going to come in with your joy and be excited and not ashamed of the gospel. He said, listen, they're going to come in. You're going to try to preach the gospel. You're going to try to witness to them. Carl, you're going to hand out tracts to them. And they're, they're, they're just going to put your fire. They're just going to water your fire down. Jesus said, dust yourself off and go to the next town. Amen. Amen. Dust yourself off and move on. And the disciples, because they did this, the disciples were filled with what? Joy. Not only joy, but the Spirit. There he is. He's involved again. With joy and the Holy Spirit. You have joy when you got the Holy Spirit and you're under His leadership and you're submitting to the Holy Spirit. You're going to have joy. It's when we walk in the flesh and do our own thing and don't care and pride comes in. That's when we got a house full of not very joyous people. Let me ask you this. When visitors, first time visitors walk in this church, do they see love? Do they see joy? You see, I'm going to tell you what, a lot of people's at their ropes in a try and everything, and a lot of people say, well, I'll give that God thing a try. I think I'm going to get out of Pleasant Hill next Sunday and give that God thing a try. Amen. And when they walk in here, guys, they either see love and joy, the Holy Spirit, us being filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. But I will tell you what they find in most churches. Angry church people and no joy. They find backbiting and bitter church members and no joy. They find legalism in church and no joy. They find pot stirrers all in the church. They got people in church that want it their way. That's what they see when they come into an average church service today in the church is they see people, but do they see Jesus? Come on. They're not coming. They're giving this God thing a try. They don't want to be around a bunch of gossipers. They don't want to sit behind somebody that's talking about the next person in the next row. They don't want to hear somebody getting into it on the way out. It's a church. And they definitely don't want a bunch of the whole church giving them a sour look. I mean, if they're going to give this God thing a try, are they going to come back because they sit by you? Man, that person beside me this morning, they were, man, they were excited about Jesus. Man, they were shouting. They were just raising their hand. They went to the altar. They were just, they just looked over me and just said, I love it. Just give me a hug. Didn't even know me. They gave me a hug. 
See, there's people that come in here every Sunday with problems and hang-ups. And we got them. We just don't show them. We put on a mask. But they come in and say, hey, Jesus, here I am. I want to give this God thing one last try. And I've always wondered, what do they see when they come in Pleasant Hill? Besides a crazy preacher. Amen? Amen. What do they see in here when they see us worship? Do they see people looking at a screen and just mumbling some words? Or can they really feel the worship? Amen? Amen. You say, well, how do we get there, brother? Do we need to fall in love with Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus. The church of Ephesus, Ephesus, Jesus said, listen, you got big buildings. Your house is full. The parking lot cars are down the side and down the highway. Their neighbors were complaining because they parked in front of their driveway in Ephesus. Amen. Because cars everywhere. But he said, I got one thing against you. You got all that good stuff. You got programs. You got kids' programs. But I got one thing against you. You have left your first love. A crowd don't make a church. Amen? Amen. A crowd don't make a church. Amen. He said, well, we, we got to go back and remember our first love. Remember the first time you asked Jesus in your heart. Now, everybody listen. Everybody look up here. Everybody sleep. Wake up. Oh, okay, yeah, here I am. We as a church, we've got to, we got more churches on every corner. I can drive from right here and go into Hot Springs and drive past 25 churches. Amen. And most of them are dead. Amen. Why? They have no joy. They got to fall back in love with Jesus. They went to church so long that church become routine. They know they're going to take up an offer and sing two songs and I'm getting out of here. All they know, even they, they even know scripture in their head. But it's never worked out in their body, in their, in, in their heart. Amen. We're not in this thing for a Bible quiz to see which church knows the best questions. Amen. If we don't live it out and work it out, it's just a big Bible trivia game. But when lives get changed, when we start falling in love with Jesus, we start fleshing it out and walking it out. Amen. Do we love Jesus? Amen. Because if you love Jesus, you're going to love people. Amen. And this is why churches don't grow. Is that they're out of love. They're, they, they, they backslidden. And when they're not in love with Jesus, they don't want to go reach people. Amen. With the love of Jesus. This is why we got 14, 25, 50, and 100 churches around here. Amen. 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 I'm not picking on them, guys. I'm just telling you. When you love Jesus, you're going to love people. Amen. Amen. No matter what they look like when they walk in, no matter where they've been, you're going to love them and want to present Jesus. Can I let you know a little secret? Your job ain't to scale them and clean them and brush them up. It's to get them here and let the Holy Spirit work through them to the joy of the Holy Spirit and see Him change them. Clean them, present them proper. 
sick of that. Well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get things right, and I'm gonna come to your church. It'll never happen. Amen. Jesus wants us to get right, then become part of the church. But Amen. First, we got to fall back in, and the church has to fall in love with Jesus. Man, I remember when me and Melvin were first dating and then going to get married. I was a lot skinnier then. <laughs> I wish I'd have had a picture. I had a picture of me and her at our wedding. Well, so y'all see that on Facebook? Man, I was a bean pole. But Melvin was pretty much a bean pole too. She's still a bean pole. What happened to me? But I remember when we first were dating and first fell in love. Man, we had Google eyes with each other. And the, the, today, I've been married 29 years. church that will go after you. 
that's not afraid of what people talk about when they worship. I, I pray that y'all don't worry about what people think when they come worship. Amen. I used to buy some wonderful little thing about that crazy preacher up there when he preaches. And then God finally showed me and said, listen, you, you be my minister of the gospel, you just preach and I'll take care of everything else. Right. Amen. Just be you and follow and love Jesus. Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. Or there may be some here that's lost their first love. And Lord, it don't happen overnight. It, it, don't, it may not even go over six months, but Lord, we're all guilty of going through two and three and four days of falling out of love with Jesus. Some of us, nobody even can notice because we're sitting in the pews every Sunday. We're there doing the church thing. But are we really in love with Jesus? Do people see it in our lives? Do they see it in our church? Can people tell that, man, these people down there, they love Jesus, they love worshiping, they love serving, they'll help you out. They'll try to meet, you know, what you got and help you and get your up on your feet and get you pointed in the right direction. They really do have a caring heart down there. Or does people walk in this church and say, well, there's no joy in that church. People are worried about everybody else and what's going on. People are angry in that church. And there's a turmoil all the time in the church. Ask Jesus today, are you a fire lighter? Are you a firefighter? I praise the church. We don't even get jealous over other churches. About what they have or how many people's in their building. That's not our place to be jealous of what they have. All God's asking us to do this morning is to fall in love with Him. Go back. <laughs> you say, Brother George, how do I fall in love with Him? Go back to when you first invited Him in your heart as your personal Savior. You remember where you were at? Go back right now. Get a picture in your mind. You may not know the day. You may not know the time. But you know that you invited Him in your heart. Where was you at? Jesus coming in and you had the most peace and joy just flooded from the inside of you. Your outer appearance was affected from your inner residence of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You couldn't wait to tell people about what had happened to you. You couldn't wait to get back to church the next Sunday and wait for that next Bible study and that, that next group here. I couldn't wait to go. That's in love with Jesus. But if you have to be prodded today, and you have to be pushed, begged by a family member or others to just go to church, my friend, you need to check your heart this morning. Because you've fallen out of love. I always say this, you're either in, you're either saved or you're not saved. There's not no in-between today, church, if God was to come back right now and all of us had to stand in front of Jesus Christ today, what kind of grave would he give us as a church body? Would he say, pleasant hill, you're in love with me. I'm getting glory. My glory is flowing through your people into that community. See, this is what God is looking for, a church that will bring him honor and glory. 